Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Simpin' After Dark, everybody. This is your girl, Ashley Mendoza. And you know you got your girl, Victoria D. Wells, over here. And we got a very special guest today, returning guest. Stephanie Valenzuela. Yes. The doctor, the, the master, the, the psychologist, the therapist. You know, you know, she's going to do her disclaimer, but to us, <laughs> she's Again, our therapist, Stephanie. therapist. <laughs> I will be getting my degree in two weeks. But two I weeks, am still baby. educated and basically, I know my shit. It's basically our own little Dr. Phil, you know. He ain't really shit, right? But yep. he's out here like a doctor, doctor, doctor. So mm-hmm. shut the fuck up, Dr. Phil. So give uh, him my we advice. got Dr. Steph in the house. According to us. To us. <laughs> you guys, Simpin' After Dark is a podcast where we like to talk about R and B music and how that correlates to our real life, our real relationship. So it only makes sense that we have a real life doctor who is a guaranteed doctor. You need to take her <laughs> advice. You out on your shit. Hundred percent, take her advice to the death. Yes. Um, so yeah, obviously we're gonna talk about some music. We're gonna talk about some lyrics, and we are gonna talk about some medical definitions. No, I'm just mm-hmm. kidding. Is it medical definitions um, or psychiatric? Psych- de- that be like, like a diagnostic term? definition. Oh, diagnostic definition. Uh, diagnostic criteria. We're gonna get Do real with it. We have uh, we've been teasing it for a few weeks on previous episodes <laughs> and on our last week episode. Basically, we're gonna be talking about narcissists. Mm-hmm. This this episode is all about narcissists, which is something very important. It's actually very scary if you read about it or if you know anybody that has dated a narcissist or is a narcissist it's a very serious scary thing yeah we're gonna talk narcissists we're gonna talk narcissism we're gonna talk narcissistic we're gonna talk every (laughs) all the narcissistic personality (laughs) disorder is its actual uh, diagnosis yeah Yeah. so what is exactly narcissistic personality disorder that's a good place to start uh so in like a summary unless you want me to like actually read from the dsm (laughs) Well, uh, whatever. Give me a yeah, but yeah. just a summary. Um, it's basically somebody that um, d- lacks empathy. It would be like it's um, one of its most like um, prevalent, uh, you know, symptoms. I guess you could say. Mm. Um, but it's also just having like these like grandiose um, view of yourself. So like you think of yourself very, um, very highly, Ooh. and uh, you also 
uh, only affiliate you, yourself with the best people. So again, um, I was also on, um, you know, the Wild Seven podcast. Yeah, and shout talking out to about, Wild Seven. Yeah, and um, talking about that in film, um, talking about American Psycho. So you only affiliate yourself with the best. And also, like I said, you know, Trump is like a perfect example of a narcissist where it's like, I have the best doctor. I know the best lawyer. I affiliate. So I'm the most smartest person in the room. And I'm then the least but once, they, once they betray <laughs> you or once they do what you don't want them to do, all of a sudden they're the worst person. He reminds me of the queen of hearts. I'm Alison Wonderland where he's like, off with your head. No, exactly. <laughs> like anybody that betrays him, he's like, exactly. off the jail you go. And yeah. so, so they, they are very confident charismatic people and um they need praise for everything if someone helps them with something it's like i need the most credit and i'm actually not going to give you the credit that you deserve because it was me that did it you know that's just kind of their thing and so once you criticize like mm, are you sure and start to question it's just like mm. fuck off fuck you i'm not going to answer that and you're dead to me yeah that's, that's all ego it's yeah all ego. i was gonna so say fragile fragile ego but i need to portray myself as the best the most you know amazing person mm, so that directly crystal castle glass house yes um what does narcissism like how how is narcissism different from your ego um i don't know how to answer that it's just kind of like having it in check well because because we all have ego right narcissism is is uh i mean it's a personality trait or what it's, it's so narcissistic is, is it personality disorder so it's it, an issue with your personality anytime you are diagnosed with something and so that's the thing that is just like a lot of times in my education even if as i talk about it now it's like okay yeah i may lack a little empathy but do i have narcissistic personality disorder you need to meet the criteria so it's like four or more of the following and then it lists so like it's like a level it's it's, it's not a like level a where it's to the point where it's spectrum. affecting it's it affecting interferes. it interferes with your social life your okay. work life or something so just because you may have some of these traits doesn't necessarily mm. mean you can yeah. be diagnosed so i think kind of how like on the last episode where i was like i feel like everyone if they were to like look up like traits of a narcissist you might have the thought like am i a narcissist yeah. <laughs> i i feel like i have every disorder i think about that about bipolar i'm bipolar for yeah, sure everything you can was look like, it up. she looked at me she was like no you're not Stop. you know like, you know Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like it's you. You yeah. might like hit certain criteria, but well, unless you, you okay, hit so us all of the certain yes. requirements see, of it, then it's not. Yeah. So then, so then is what my question would be is when does it become disruptive? So because I think that like your ego, narcissism, there's a certain healthy level of it that you need in order For to function sure. in society, yeah. right? So what what is the tipping point of where it becomes an issue? Like, I, narcissism can be a good thing, right? It helps you, like, with social... I believe you guys talked about it in your last podcast or maybe the one before um, about the fake it till you make it. Okay. And so, mm -hmm. it, you know, th that's a good thing of being confident, faking it till you make it to get where you want to be. So that's you need a little bit of narcissism. Yeah, like, would it even be characterized? Yeah. 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 It would just traits. be confidence, Narcissistic right? Narcissistic traits. Okay, yeah. right? But um, narcissism, <laughs> yeah. you don't 
don't want to be around those people. You're yeah. drained by them. All they want to do is hype themselves up and put you down. And they also are manipul. They're very charismatic, so they're manipulative and know how to use you for their well-being. And they don't care how it affects you. Mm. So that's where the lack of empathy comes in. Is where like it's like okay, you're gonna help me. Yeah, let's do this together. And you're you're so motivated. But oh, I want to be around this person. They're so great. They're so smart, and they love that yeah. you're hyping them up. But then all of a sudden, when something goes wrong with you or they benefit, they're like, mm, you're dead. Yeah. Bye. I don't need you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So what? When does that? Is I I guess like is where I'm kind of going with this is like it gets tossed around a lot. We hear we hear the terms gaslight, manipulation, narcissistic, mm. egotistical, selfish. We hear these terms a lot. And when when is there a line where, like you said, somebody okay, you might you have a few of these traits, but you don't have all of them. Are there a couple of instances perhaps where some girls like I dated a narcissist, and you're like, no, nah, he was just an asshole. Not a narcissist. <laughs> I guess like that is, kind of will tie in perfectly yeah. into the song we have today. Yeah. We have a really good song. Um, we? we had lots of options for songs. <laughs> Same as last week where we're like, but we had a really good one today and it's going to be uh, Love on the Brain by Rihanna. Mm -hmm. So Which we all know Rihanna. We all know her dating history. And if you listen to this song, it is very emotional. And like, if you just really sit there and listen to the lyrics, it's really fucked up. Like you can tell she's singing about a narcissist. You're, most likely you're drained by that person because yeah. you're trying to give them so much and all they want to do is take from you and for you to praise them. And yeah. you're realizing you're not getting anything from it. Yeah. And so um, what I was kind of talking to Ashley about is that um, when I was doing my practicum hours and not necessarily with me, I didn't have too many couples um, during the time that I was a therapist. But um, I, you know, we, you know, talked among my peers and um, couples, the worst couple to have is a narcissist and someone with borderline personality disorder and what's so borderline personality disorder it's very you it's some people get it do i have it no, i'm just kidding <laughs> no honestly dude literally <laughs> reading that shit i'm like i'm like me no, no seriously like i i read it and i'm just like because like i've had my aunt like i you know i'm very close with my my mom and then her sister my yeah, aunt who yeah. i've lived with and then I'll, I'll talk to them about my dating life and stuff they're like you're very attracted to um very confident men and men that are very intelligent and blah 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 I'm like, yeah, but they're not that confident. I end up finding out they're very insecure. And I'm just like, oh, am I borderline because I'm attracted to narcissists? <laughs> yeah. Yes, girl. But, yeah. Um, like, I yeah, feel like that's So, that's so borderlines, it's, it's kind of similar um, in some ways, but borderlines are actually. Are you a narcissist? And I don't. Hit up simpinafterdark at mm, gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I say borderlines, but I don't mean to call it. It's very, I feel like, um, more derogatory to say borderlines. It's. An uh, individual with borderline personality disorder, because that's not all they should be defined as. Right, absolutely. But, um, but someone with borderline personality... Thank you for saying that, by yes. the way, Stephanie. Seriously, I mean, I think that more than anything on this podcast, we try to use the correct terms. We try to be respectful of people. And yeah, and same as saying narcissist. It's yeah. an, somebody with narcissism. It doesn't control you. Disorder. It's not it's who not you are. as they should be yeah. defined as. And so, yeah, same with that. And so I'm going to say borderline personality disorder, BPD. I'm just going to use that because it's a lot easier to say. And so someone with BPD, um, they have kind of like narcissism, but it's, um, they're more, in, they're, more thing is fearing abandonment and so they kind of go well with narcissism narcissism because they, they idolize each other right well, and they also idolize people that are very charismatic and okay, so, so earlier when i brought up how i was reading about how like people that have codependency issues fall for narcissists a lot 
Uh, would you say then people with BPD are codependent yes. or are they two separate things? It, they, they can be codependent because they need somebody to help make, they kind of feel empty inside mm. and um, they- It fuels them. Yeah. And so um, somebody with narcissism, they're so confident, they're charismatic and stuff. So it's just like, I feel so great being around this person that's so amazing and that they love me. But they um, there's a thing called um, switching. And so- um, they they first idolize them but once they don't meet their needs they kind of like flip and then all of a sudden it's like you're a piece of shit so they view things this is a person with bpd there's no one in between there's there's nothing in between so like yeah exactly it's just either or flip it's either you're good or you're bad and that's all they can see so when someone's narcissist and they're meeting all their needs and it's just and so is that automatically you have bpd if you're like that okay no 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 and it's also a fear of abandonment (laughs) is um someone with bpd and then there's also cultural issues there's so much to get into but oh yeah um, yeah of course but someone there's levels to this oh, shit. Totally. <laughs> like there's criteria don't worry yeah. like you you know not everyone has it but and that's also one thing i wanted to mention i think before um on our last episode when i was like does a narcissist know they're a narcissist i would and so i was talking to ash about this i would say no right because they wouldn't they there's because that lacks uh, that lacks self-awareness or like you so need a self-awareness you need yeah. self-awareness that. and I was telling Ash I was like most people who are narcissists don't come in to therapy saying I'm a narcissist I need help <laughs> no well isn't there that saying that it's like the people who go to therapy talk to their therapist about people that should be going to therapy yeah and someone who's narcissist it's more of like i want to like no one wants to hear me talk so much about myself so i'm going to pay this person to be forced to sit and talk with me myself. Damn. and so they do and then so narcissism is actually one of the um diagnoses that it's it pretty much and there's no cure and so, um, so the only well, reason that's why you disappointing. See, yeah. So the only reason why you would see a narcissist um, in your practice is like for a, a different reason, or like, oh, my wife said, or you know, it would I be for like couples in. therapy, or it would be for like for sure for, for a therapy. reason, and or you for see like the couples, their borderline wife and narcissist, and I don't mean to like. Um, assume or, or stereotype, yeah. but fifty to seventy-five percent of people who have narcissism are men. Hmm. And then most women who have borderline personality disorder are women. You heard it from a fucking doctor, okay? Yeah, a she master. Is a, she is a doctor. Certified no, therapist. She's an actual doctor. She does surgery, <laughs> brain surgeries. It, the, she has dissected brain. She knows it. I do. I have dissected brain. So. Oh, shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> she seen, and she told me when she looked at she male saw, versus uh, female brains, the male brains were just shit. disgusting. They oh. were fucking oozing. Awful. Awful. <laughs> Let's play a clip of this song. All right, yeah. Let's if you it. haven't, if you haven't heard this beautiful piece, and let us introduce uh, it to you. But just a little reminder that we have not heard music from it's Rihanna in almost what, four or five years. Rihanna songs Look ever. Save. Look at that save. Look at that save. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> 
Had to. Yes. I think those lyrics are yeah. just like perfectly sum up like being with a narcissist for me. Just like she's like, you love when I fall apart, so you could put me together and throw yeah. me against the wall. Like holy uh, shit. So ah. yeah. So someone with BPD, they fear abandonment, but also again they flip. So it's just like you're a piece of shit. So that puts the narcissist down and it's just like oh my gosh you're talking all this shit on me like you don't make me feel good and then the person with bpd they're like i could get someone better i'm over you but at the same time they're so fearful of abandonment that they end up meeting the narcissist's needs by going back to them oh and my so oh my god cycle of like meeting each other's needs at sometimes and then flipping it and then meeting i each legit needs. had a relationship like this I'm it was scared. it was a legit it was a cycle that i'm not joking happened every two months it was like a two-month fucking cycle with this person and it was like things would be really fucking good it, we would hang out a lot and then I I would I would something would happen where he was very narcissistic. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he was narcissist if he was I don't know if he had narcissism. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if he had narcissism. He could have just been again a dick, an asshole. I don't fucking know. Maybe he was just selfish. Okay. Mm -hmm. But he would like be so wrapped up in what he wanted, even though I would be like, hey, that's not what I want. He'd be like, well, sucks for you. Fucking leave. And I'd be like, okay, fuck this. Yeah. And then two months later, he'd be like, hey. And then I'd be like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> and it would just like, repeat. Wait, it would literally no one every else is time. Praising me and idolizing yeah. me. Yeah. I like you. Wait, I need you to come back to me because I know that you view me as this. It was literally and that he enjoyed yeah. the way, and he would literally tell me that he would literally literally say I like hanging out with you because I like the way I feel around you yeah and it's like no and I, I was like, like the oh way that you make me feel yeah like oh you myself. like me and it was like no it was like literally like in 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 the moment I, I'm sure he thought about it of like oh I like spending time with you but I saw it and I was just like oh my god <laughs> like i saw it as a huge red flag because i was like holy shit and, mm -hmm. and i knew it but that something point. about it was enticing though but i went back every time narcissists are charming uh, very charming and like okay so, so what is it you meet a narcissist and like they come off normal at first or extra yeah. charming well, they, or they like come off normal and charming and it's just like you're so smart you're so successful because they they talk about how successful they are i mean like again like think back to like american psycho when he yeah. first into like brings yeah. people to his house do you want to know what I am? I'm a, like, you know, I work on Wall Street, blah, oh. blah, blah. I oh, own yeah. this and this and this. And, and he was I, totally like that. Yeah. He was totally like, so this like is the car I drive. Yeah. about yourself. And then it's just, everything's like me, me, me. He's me, building me. themselves then, up yeah. like I'm God. And then when someone wants to talk about themselves, it's just like, you're weak. Like, you're you're spilling your feelings to me. You're weak. But is it at first they try to make you feel... Good. Yeah, you like, feel good. And it's just like, oh my God. And then, but as long as that, but that's where the... the person with bpd comes in because they don't feel so secure about themselves so they don't even know how to and accept so, that so all they see is this confident person that they wish they could be so it's like oh my gosh i'm around this person that is so confident and they want me and then so damn then this i person, legit looking back now more i know you were asking me about this one ex yeah. i definitely mean it wasn't nice <laughs> yeah and then and then the, nar the person with narcissistic personality disorder they're like oh my gosh this person's idolizing me they think so highly of me i want it's them to you think more it's more likely to happen with like an older man with a younger woman if oh, it's like a man with like narcissism definitely because it's just you know that more impressionable woman, and again like it doesn't have to be someone with bpd so yes i think a younger woman 
without experience of, you know, so much dating and things like that, a, a narcissistic man, he's going to be like, I'm successful. I can, you know, I have security. I have a stable job. I have a, I have a job. home. And then, yeah. like, this younger mm. girl that's just like, oh, my gosh, this guy's going to take care he's of so me. I've never dated a man like this. You know, and he's so successful. This is what I need. Yeah. And so, you know, they, they prey on these people that can be so susceptible to thinking so much of them. But then once that, like, you know, glass shatters – and like you know, then it's like the balloon pops. Start, yeah, and people start being like, "Dude, you're not like that," or whatever. Then they're just like, "Well, fuck you. I don't need to be around you." That's and so scary. So, question for you: I know you said that there's no cure for mm-hmm. narcissism. What I mean, obviously, with therapy, but like, is are there cases of people like beating narcissists or overcoming narcissists? <laughs> like, found, are there or is there a success rate? Like, it, it's got to be pretty difficult to break. <sighs> yeah, not I, that I know of, honestly. Even it's funny. One of my um, um, they're motherfucking hopeless, aren't they? One of my mentors, he Stay even away. said, yeah, like jokingly, I'm narcissistic. But then once he after he said that, I started kind of like analyzing his behavior. <laughs> and she was psychoanalyzing <laughs> him as he's talking, and, and then he started talking about like you know i was trained under this person and this person which it was it is oh. a big deal like he did have amazing training and i'm yeah. lucky to be like trained under yeah. him because you know he has such good training but i'm just like what did a narcissist do that you talk about like come on like you know but it's just like all right da, 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 me. that's like something a narcissist would do though right like yeah. go out of the way to get training by somebody well known so that they could go and brag, brag about, about that it. yeah because yeah. they would want the best. They yeah, would want, going out of your way to get the best, hearts. bring, yeah. uh, have the best people around you to be like, oh, yeah, I'm friends with so-and-so, this person that's yeah. just a CEO, uh-huh. or, like, they own this, or, like, they know this person, yeah. like, this and I mean, that. I don't know if you guys, I've had a couple times with, and, again, I hate to, you know, stereotype, but it has been with guys where I tell, like, something. I'm just like, Not oh, surprised. like, this and this and this. I'm so excited about it. Or my friends, like, this and this. I'm so excited for them. And then, like, yeah. And then you tell this, like, long story about how they know this, like, well-off person and this and this. And then I'm, like, expecting it to go to the same, like, theme of what I was talking about. And my it has friend. nothing to do and with it. It had nothing to do with it except for that per- they, they knew someone super wealthy and successful. I was just like, okay. Oh, like, hell this no. going? And I'm just like, oh, you just wanted to kind of, like, one-up me with, like, who you knew. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.
I'm so, like, okay, we've we've talked a little bit about um, narcissism in relationships um, as far as romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Is there also such thing as narcissism in friendship or yeah, like I mean, parent, regardless. family members? Yeah, I feel which like is sad. Narcissistic yeah. mother, father. Yeah, it's it's like, you know, using people around you to benefit you. And so, um, so that can go in any relationship, it, any re- and work, so that's, that's anything. That's where um, having the diagnosis of actually having narcissistic personality disorder comes to play is that it's affecting multiple parts of your life. And so, you know, maybe family members aren't like wanting to be around you. Um, our friendships, you know, you're losing friendships because they're just like, you're just using me yeah. and you don't actually care about my well-being. You're never checking in on me or you're never doing favors that don't benefit you. Uh, yeah. And so it's just like, what's the point of being your friend? And so you're losing. So that's maybe why a narcissist may be coming into <laughs> therapy. It's just like, I just don't have anyone to talk to anymore because like my friends don't really want to be my friend anymore. And I feel like talking about myself still. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like not accepting you blame. You want to know what's fucking crazy? <laughs> That, like, bad cycle, he ended up going to therapy. <laughs> like Because he had to pay somebody I'm, to listen I'm to him. I'm dead serious. Oh, he God. literally ended up going to therapy. And I remember be thinking, like, okay, good. Like, good for you. Fuck, therapy. I, I don't need to be going to therapy. Like, everyone should go to therapy. I don't think you need to be, like, having troubles in order to go to therapy. I yeah, think you should, no, it should 100%. be a regular thing. Mm-hmm. So I was super stoked when I found out he went. But then he would just be like... He would say, like, the most toxic shit. The most toxic shit. I, like, I feel like I probably brought this up before, but I think he was, like, uh, I'm, my therapist said it's your fault. <laughs> no, he, he was, like, he was all, uh, I'm all, I'm on, you know, and I want to trigger, this is trigger warning, because if anybody does really have mental illness, we are going to be talking about some things that I don't want people to get triggered um in or as yeah far no the shit yeah. is gen- like this really is serious stuff up serious um, shit he said like that dealing he, with a narcissist yes. is fucked no it was not and you have to i always try to come from a very it's understanding traumatic. place and i always i never try to judge anyone i never like even people that i don't like i'm never gonna use like your mental illness your sexuality i'm never gonna your religion your skin i'm never gonna use that shit to talk shit to you because it's just so distasteful that like i wouldn't go there any decent human being like doesn't deserve that but he was on suicide watch he said that he admitted to me that he was on suicide watch and Mm -hmm. i was like holy shit like i you know like let me know if there's anything i can do like i don't you know i've been there i've i've had i've definitely had thoughts like that so i could understand but if you if there's anything i can do to help like let me know and he's like, no, I just, you know, I need to stay away from like drugs, alcohol. Like I just need to be like healthy, be like, you know, working out, exercising, eating right. And I'm like, yes, like these are all things I strive for mm-hmm. on the daily anyway. So like, yes, yeah, like, like however, yeah. yeah. And then like, oh, literally like three days later, he ended up like revealing to me that he was, he popped fucking Molly and that he was doing all these drugs. And I was like, I thought you said you were on suicide watch mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to like, trigger you or say some shit but if you were like this seems like a relapse or like this seems like some kind of issue and then he went off on me like don't fucking tell me what to do don't tell me that and i was like whoa whoa so emotionally manipulative you're putting him down quote unquote right he took it so personally the problem is is and that's where you have to like you know empathize with Mm -hmm. people who have narcissistic personality disorder is that they don't just have they weren't just born that way it's they're again i it was um, curated i'm more um psychodynamic so i look at childhood and how like your parents treated you and that's how um 
it affects like you as an adult. So um, nature and nurture work together. Yes. So narcissistic personality disorder, most likely your parents probably put you down and like challenged you or you had to, you feel like you felt like you had to prove a lot to your parents to please them. And so now all of a sudden as adult, (laughs) you're like, I have to be the best. I need to be around the best people to prove that I am worthy of love or worthy of attention, things like that. So, um, you know, that's where it's just like, okay, like, yeah, like they're hard to deal with and it can be difficult, but you have to understand that they're that way for a reason. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. um, Is there such thing as like a stable relationship, like friendship between narcissists and other people? Mm. Like healthy? Does it ever work? (laughs) Healthy. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, honestly, I don't personally no i can't like if two nar- could two narcissists ever be friends they'll probably be you think they'll hate each other or like be super best i don't think as nar- two two people with narcissistic personality disorder like i don't think you could be around they would each clash other right yeah it's like okay we could get each other we could be around each other maybe because it's just like you're using each other. You know this people. You know these great people. Uh, it's like right? kind of like that scene like in American Hollywood? Psycho. Yeah, no people. The scene I, in American Psycho where they're like, "Look at my business card. Exactly. Like, no, look at mine. Exactly. Oh. No, that's they all got the same haircut. Like yes. trying to wear the same clothes. Yes. That's what comparing I mean. shit. So that's how they would be the friends, most right? bullshit you're not things. Get deep with each other yeah. because then that's it's horrible if i if i do that then i'm weak i see and again relating to trump so like they could have superficial weak. relationships superficial then. okay yeah but um i mean not real not honest yeah so just to kind of clarify um you would have to have five <coughs> or more of the following and then there's oh damn um nine total so it's grandiose sense of self-importance Preoccupied with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, ideal love, believes that he or she is special and unique and can only be understood by or associate with other special high-status people. So that's where you're like, I'm the, you know, with the best people. I know this person. Requires excessive admiration, has a sense of entitlement, um, is interpersonally exploitative, um, takes advantage of people, lacks empathy, is often envious of others or believes that others are envious of him or her. I feel like those last ones are like the most like prevalent Prevalent, ones. yeah. And then shows arrogant, uh, haughty behaviors or attitudes. So it's just... Um, Does it say haughty? Yeah. Haughty? Like, like a hottie? H-O-T-T-I-E? No. Oh, H-A-U-G-H-T-Y. Oh, okay. What does I was that like, mean? Hottie. Like hottie, like Me- Meg Thee Stallion? Hot girl <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. So, um. I mean, it's just um, like... Ultimately, like, you had to have all of those. And I, I for sure know some people or family members that have this. I wouldn't call them out, obviously. I but it's just, it's very sad. It, the way that they cut people off quickly when you point out, like, this was messed up. You shouldn't have done that. And it's just like, fuck you. And it's instantly just like, I'm cutting you off. And then it takes it's like a you can't you even. To, you, like, it's just like. So you it's can. even impossible to, like, develop that relationship No, unless healthily. you're the empathetic you're person that's just like. You're just you always giving. I know that they're this way or they're my family members. So I know that I need to, like, say, like, I know that I need to make the men's with them. You Most know? moms. Let's yeah. let's talk about moms. I love moms, and most moms are lit, like mothers of this world are the most giving, nurturing, supporting human beings possible. I mean, they they literally birth small creatures. It's fucking insane, you know. But I and and, and I'm not talking about anybody's mom specific, but I know that there is a lot of pressure coming from moms, yeah. especially uh, being a female. And mm-hmm. if you grow up in any type of cultural 
culturally influenced household, you probably have even more pressure from your mom to, to act a certain way, be a certain way and do certain things, especially if it's a female on female. And, um, why, I mean, I guess you don't have the fucking answers, but maybe you can help me kind of wrap my brain around it. Why is it that moms are so quick to fucking forgive like men, their sons? Like, why is it that like me, if I go and do something, my mom is like genuinely disappointed in me. And like, if my brother doesn't like come home for Hanukkah, she's like, it's okay. There's always next year. Like what? I think that's just more of like a social issue. Is okay. That in any cultural thing, men are thought of so highly that you're able to forgive men for it's just like boys will be boys yeah. and that kind of saying like that trash. it's just like but trash women, if that's your mentality women you can't stop. like you need to be looked at yeah. in this like uh, more innocent more respectable way and if you break that then it's just like what's wrong with you and does that have to do with like um personality borderline personality at all like okay. as a mom like female male counterpart it depends because again um i actually uh i had a client who um my my um supervisor was like she has borderline personality disorder but she also was from a different country and oh. so again mm. you have you can look in the dsm and there's cultural factors and it's just like if it this matters. person is from a different country and da, 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 then you need to consider this and this and this so there's always cultural issues and we're looking at american standards yeah. of um you know how people should behave and things like that so that's mm. what you always need to consider when you're diagnosing someone that's why i really don't like to diagnose people and i just more like to help them and see like what they're specifically looking for and how to heal themselves yeah. because if I just label you, then you're going to just follow that label and you, you can look up, oh, tendencies of this person. Or if it's like you're like, maybe one requirement short of a thing, then it's like, well, you don't need to be treated. Yeah. But it's like you still are showing all these other things. Yeah. So I think that every treatment. Yeah. Every, everybody, in, especially in this world, kind of wants a black and white answer, right? We always want like, yeah. okay, well, what's the issue? Here's the solution. Yeah. And it's like it, a lot of things, especially with medicine, I am almost baffled sometimes about the shit that they try to hold over doctors heads i'm like that shit depends on like so many things yeah you can't just like put an umbrella you know so i really feel like we have to as a society kind of get used to the fact that like it's not like a one term fits all or one size it's fits so all much gray area you know and yeah. you have to find it's like a diet plan no diet is good for exactly. each person you need to find something that works exactly. for you and fits yours which i i like that you you work towards i think finding what's best for each person because yeah. you yeah. know you can't be saying that yeah. shit Which especially with minority cultures especially mm. with people that aren't from america this is american standards yeah. from the dsm and it's just you have to really consider yeah. cultural things of what is acceptable like there's even actually specific yeah. cultural diagnoses from um, japanese people i'm not gonna be able to remember what certain ones are called or like there's like a hispanic like they call it hispanic panic um, of uh, women that like you know they call 911 and they're in this huge panic and stuff like that but um, it's specific to very like only to Hispanic women wow. and so you is have it kind of racist no it's it's I feel like the term is it's is cultural racist, but it is cultural and it's common so you can't take it so seriously basically mm -hmm. so it is just being like cautious of like okay this is how they tend to react in these situations and you can't take but it do so you think that kind of could be kind of racist kind of like in well, the same I, way in like the medical industry how like sometimes black women aren't taken seriously because it's like oh, I, you know yes, do you think I it could kind of be with that same thing with like Hispanic panic where like if it's a 
they're like, oh, it's a fucking Hispanic bitch. Like, she's just being no. fucking crazy. Oh, it's no, cultural. Like, like yeah. don't take it that seriously. And I, actually, it could be serious. No, I agree with that 100%. Yes. yes. I, that is a definite possibility. Well, and, and that's why we always want to encourage that if you ever do go see any type of doctor, uh, therapist, try to find somebody who is culturally similar to you. Yeah. Not, not Or at least culturally educated. Exactly. So Instead then that just way. taking it just like, well, this is what I know. And I'm yeah. just yeah. going to diagnose you with this. Definitely. No, definitely. I had, I had a, I had a, I had a black friend who he was like, I need a black therapist. Yeah. And he was like, I actually thoroughly encourage it because I'm talking to someone who's dealing with things that can understand my perspective. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, yeah. that's so important to yeah. feel like, to feel understood and not just, not like not to just like okay i comprehend this but to feel relatable and to 100%. feel like it's so it's so important it's yeah. so important to feel that so yeah, it's like empathy to versus sympathy exactly it's just like yeah and, and so it i think that is really important that if you are japanese or uh hispanic or black or if you do like um, a lot of my like religion is very important to me and I think that that's something I would probably seek someone who has a, a my religion is kind of like an ethno religion it kind of has a little bit of cultural um um uh, spice added to yeah. it as well yeah. so I I wouldn't want but that would be a big thing like for me like I it would be I would have to see like a Middle Eastern therapist because if some like fucking white Jew was like Oh, I'd be like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, be, I wouldn't be no. able to connect with that person, yeah. you know? So no, yeah. skin color and like your view. Or just it's like yeah, that thing you posted, the other thing, Stephanie, on your Instagram. I watched the whole thing. Oh, or like those I'm two so girls. Happy. It was yeah. yeah, I'm super interested and, and intrigued and, and things like that. Yeah. Oh, dude, that yeah. was such a good one. It's so, it's so important to me and just like interesting and eye-opening about yeah. just like what, like even if you're, like Hispanic and like you have white skin and like you're leading a white you life and that's like yeah that's so privileged. You can't be <laughs> yeah. like oh like a Mexican but and think like you have the same oppression as like yeah. a dark skinned Mexican person as like or a, a white person. girl Mexican. Or to like, even have the privilege of someone yeah. asking you what are you? What are you? Yeah, like the whole black, like ambiguous then you're just black. thing. Yeah, like, like nobody asks ask black people like what are you? Yeah. Or, like a dark skinned Mexican person. They're yeah. just like oh you mexican as fuck <laughs> i have people at the hospital all the time like where they're just like um uh I, you know there's someone on the phone can you can you uh, speak spanish i'm just like no <laughs> yeah but thanks for assuming because of my skin color <laughs> yeah like yeah you know, totally you know? yeah, yeah. stop assuming like at the end of the day you could be this this or that yeah it's it's uh, culturally different than other things but if your skin color is white versus the darker skin people in like yeah. that culture you're leading a completely different life you yes. have a completely different no. understanding and, and of every, life everybody fucking knows that because you know that that shit gets talked about in your family and everybody oh, who knows yeah. knows if you know you know it's always like the lighter skin ones yeah. that are like the cutest mm, ones and that shit yeah it doesn't click until you actually learn about it and yeah. it, you yeah. go your whole and, life without learning about and it also you're that for someone else yep. so like realize that like if you were oh let's just say you had a cousin who was lighter and everyone was like oh my god blah 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 blah, blah. we made a big deal about it and then you go out and you're with friends who feel like they're darker they're having identity and you're like crisis. i got it and you're like yeah oh my god those white people fuck them they're looking at you like fuck you you're you fucking, fucking white what too I'm talking about. <laughs> so it's like realize that you are that for somebody else and so yeah. we want to we want to continue to be allies we don't want to be people who are like causing mm -hmm. fucking issues like so it 
this is a point where you would want to not be a narcissist and you would want yeah. to self-assess and realize. Yeah, and it's listen so to hard people. for people with uh, narcissism to, to self-assess and to understand, like, where they relate to. And not center people. themselves. Yeah, it's always, it's, it is commonly where they're centering themselves. Do you know, like, oh, how narcissism got discovered or, like, when, mm-hmm. like, when did that shit, who, was it like 1406 and some motherfucker was like, okay, what, what do I want to call this asshole? Christopher Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, Perfect. I don't know <laughs> Napoleon. that, but, um, it's interesting because <laughs> when, you know, when was, do you know about like, I mean, I know, I feel like what psychology, psychology kind of made a big like leap in the 1900s, right? Like we kind of really started really assessing people. Yeah. Psych- I mean, Brain? but I would I even say know. like earlier, earlier than, than that. that. But the thing is, is that um, we still in this psychology field, we still have so much work to do because mm. most of the theorists are white, white, older males that are, you know, um, even Freud, you know, he said these women had hysteria. And that was like how the first vibrator was made was that you need to give a woman uh, orgasm. orgasm in order to stop her hysteria. Which I ha- I heard. Which isn't I was that what they say about reading? men though? Like men are such dogs that they're like so enraged with sex that they need to have sex in order to like think straight. Um, I Probably. Mean, like, like, yes, but like in so the everyone should fuck. Field, it was just like women are going through. But with the vibrator thing, like what I heard was like first they used to just like manually like finger no, women or do shit. And then like they got tired of doing it because it takes a while for some women. So that's yeah. when they invented the vibrator. Yeah. Well, and those motherfuckers fuck themselves. And then it was also the claim that women Crazy. are like, th- it was that there is no way that all of these women have been raped or have been sexually <laughs> abused. So um, they must be hysterical. So oh. like, so they were using that against, I mean, again, what's fucking again, new? like going against the victim versus believing the victim. And so it was just like, um, so once again, narcissism was created by fucking men, older <laughs> white men specifically. And so many theorists are older white men. So it is it's what it is really awesome that um, I, you know, know like a lot of, you know, People in my cohort, especially women, um, they're, you know, more seeking all these things and um, finding other people that, you know, they're like sharing that are like Hispanic, Asian, uh, black. And it's just so amazing for me. Hell to yeah. See this and growth. you're a part of that, bro. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even LGBT, that's what yes. I want to specialize in. And so it's just really cool mm-hmm. to um, that there's this spread that's happening right yes. now. Uh, but it definitely was mostly older white males, which sucks. Well, you know what? So then, like, that's why we like to do podcasts like this is so that we can inform our listeners about these things because I think it so very often we have grown up like a lot of this information and you went to school for this shit this information that me and and Ashley is strictly based off of our personal experience which tells me that everyday women are dealing with these types of problems issues questions whether or not they're right, they're wrong. If they're um, dealing with somebody with a mental, like I feel like every day people go through this mm-hmm. and it's really important to address, especially when you're a young woman grow- growing up in society where you're being looked at for everything that you do, everything you say, everything you wear. Being you're gaslit. Yes. So, uh, so it's then, important to talk about these things yeah. so you can decipher the yeah. difference. And of, again, I, I work at a mental hospital. Um, I think the max amount of boys that we've had was like, 13 and we are at full capacity at 43 
So it's mostly women and it's mostly LGBT. Wow. And so it's just like, why are this, why is this population being affected the most? Mm. What as a society are we doing that is affecting this population? I think maybe it has to do with the fact that majority of narcissists are men. So it's like men are fucking making women go crazy. they have, it's the men that are in power and that is what determines the way that We live under a patriarchy at the end of the day. Yeah. 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 Because I mean, if somebody's in charge and they're in charge of, everybody knows money is power. And they're in charge of judging. Presidentially, politically, financially everything is like men are in power and if it's like we have all this mental illness and women being affected at a higher rate because of the male yeah and it's like people are like oh this she has daddy issues all these daddy issues but it's like you look down on the woman but it's like who is causing the daddy issues? The daddy? You mean I was like men? Maybe her dad was a narcissist. Like, but like, so even like when you hear daddy issues, it's like put on the yeah, woman, of course. Versus yeah. looking like, at like it's the dad. Like as if you that. had any control about who's your father. Yeah, you don't have any control. Why are blaming women for daddy issues, bro? Uh, yeah. There's a there's do a, better. Men. There's a great line on Veep, and uh, she says if men had to get abortions there would be abortion clinics like in vending machines oh yeah. fuck <laughs> yeah like, it's fucking true bro and, um, there's like that like thing about how like they, women can only get pregnant so many times a year you know yes. men could walk around impregnating pregnant impregnating people twice a day probably more forever yeah. women yeah. can literally only be pregnant once a year usually yeah. twice depending we on snip you know their penises the off yeah <laughs> but why is this all birth control kidding, geared towards women yeah. like it just makes no sense and yeah. then we got men out here making rules about you can't get abortions but it's like you're fucking stupid as jizz <laughs> that slipped into the pussy so fuck or you. or yeah. their only their wives can get abortions nobody yeah else so it's totally Ugh. fine but you know they do say that women are actually morally uh, more um fair than men we're more morally and ethically more fair than men so i was like wow don't you think that the more morally and ethically fair person should be fucking in charge duh crazy well, no, i don't we know have periods we we're emotional emotional <laughs> so it's like women can't be in charge because they're too emotional they'd be starting look, all the wars yeah men, all the wars have been started by men look I'm all sorry man all you all you fine ass men out there i know you're listening it's okay i know you i know you kind of like it when we talk shit about you guys and it's cool <laughs> we're talking shit right now look, unless you're a narcissist if you're feeling really attacked it's because you're probably a narcissist so get yourself checked go to therapy you know to talk more statistically, about yourself, that's all. statistically it's incurable but you you know go prove us wrong i'm just saying like look if you want to come on the podcast which again i keep hearing people keep telling me i keep asking hey you should be on the podcast to to men and they're like i don't want to i'm scared and i don't want to be on there Aww. i'm gonna get attacked you don't mm. want us to hurt your ego we're, look we're so respectful of stephanie we're not attacking her like we let people talk we're gonna let you say your opinion the other day it's not gonna uh, get as bad as like Vic calls me out yeah. she yelled at me for being a ghoster like it happens like we're gonna call each other out for being dumb bitches but i I think i posted a a a black and white freeway with a song and she immediately was like are you fucking how simpy are you are you fuck we just got done recording the podcast and you're gonna simp some more on instagram (laughs) (laughs) so i was like here at the simpin after dark podcast we do nothing but call people out but it's it's good i think like jaden smith was uh he someone talked about an initiative about how he wants to talk 
how to teach people how to have constructive arguments and constructive debates yeah because yeah you should be able to like check someone and it not be argument why grow yeah like why would why do you want to argue if you're like hey i don't like what you did great now we gotta start a whole ass argument no let's just go how can we fix it what is is a solution perfect time right to be constructive yeah so i mean with that being said i think we need to play another clip No, are there key? Are these the keys? I don't even fucking know. <laughs> Hit it, Ashley. Ooh. If you didn't know already, Ashley got the vocals. Yeah, she so she got the vocals on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> this is a perfect time. Let's take a break. You will never. Yeah, we're going to take a little uh, break. We'll hop into the lyrics when we get back and talk about a lot more interesting things, more personal experiences, all that good stuff. So uh, go refill your drink and do what you got to do. And uh, we'll catch you in a sec. Don't poop, though, because that's going to take too long. Yeah, just wait. (laughs) Welcome back. Uh, We just uh, had you guys go refill your shit. So I hope you are buzzing as fuck now because this is a serious topic, guys. Narcissism. And we picked Brianna's love on the brain. And we are about to get into these lyrics. Yeah, and as uh, Ashley's pulling those up, uh, we just want to give a shout out to Wild Seven Studios out here in Ooh-hoo. downtown Los Angeles. Downtown Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I all of a sudden got a little bit of twang to it, <laughs> but you know, maybe my little drink behind me. So, uh, what do, what do we got with the lyrics, Ashley? So we start off. She says, "And you got me like, oh, what you want from me." And I tried to buy your pretty heart, but the price too high. But you got me like, oh, you love when I fall apart so you can put me together and throw me against the wall. Fuck. Yeah. So So how does that how does that relate to narcissism, Stephanie? Like, Jesus Christ. It's that like, I need you. Mm. And that that person is like still there, even though they're falling apart, that it's just like it builds them up. That it's just like you value me so much and that you're still that it's worth it yeah it's coming back to me so like um even though um you know maybe rihanna may devalue this person at one point um they see that they're feeling weak Mm. and that they're hurting because of them and then so it's just like oh it's okay and then you see them oh my gosh like you're so amazing and i like value you again and all this stuff and like you're a good person so it it gives them the like ego and everything that they need and so it's just this cycle that continues again and again where you know they're just um you know thought of as amazing by this person and it keeps here on on, um the genius annotations like the genius website uh there's a contribution by anna oceron and uh, it talks about she says uh rihanna speaks about how her relationship in violent terms a rhetorical device she uses in songs like woo and love the way you lie it says her partner wants to take control over her suffering and exert his own dominance over her, whether sexually, physically, or emotionally. Mm-hmm. So then it says she continues to conflate violence with... Love. I kind of lost the thing, but you guys kind of get the whole gist of it. So um, how... Violence <clears throat> and love throughout love on the brain. 
The love she feels beats her black and blue, and she's fist fighting with fire just to get close to her partner. So how does um, how does narcissism in a relationship, how can it break a person down? It makes the per- other person, if they're not hyping the other person up, again, that the person that has narcissism, they start to devalue that other person. Because if they're starting to feel weak, then they're going to make the other person feel even lesser. Can that lead to physical violence? Oh, yeah. And um, I also want to say people that um, have narcissistic personality disorder, um, they do have a high rate of um, alcohol uh, substance use and um, also suicide rate, high suicide rate. And same with people with um, BPD. Um, they have a very high suicide rate. And so wow, th- and really? then the issue is that um, some people with BPD, they like to threaten, um, like, I'm going to kill myself if you don't do this. I'm going to do this. And they also threaten their therapists. Um, oh, my God. I, oh, well, if you, don't, if you don't take my call, like, I'm feeling crappy and I want to talk to my therapist. Okay, well, you know, we have our appointment at this time. Well, if you don't do it, I'm going to just kill myself. And that's just them abusing boundaries in exactly. another that's, relationship. That's the issue is that a lot of um, so with personality up. disorders, a lot of boundaries are crossed all the time. And so you have to set those firm mm. boundaries because they're not actually, I mean, sometimes they obviously They're will, trying. They're trying. But they're trying to push, yeah. push, 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 push. And so you have to be very firm from the get-go of your boundaries um, with your partner. Yeah. If someone has narcissistic personality disorder or borderline personality disorder, you have to be very firm with your boundaries because once you cross that, yeah. then it becomes an issue because they keep pushing, how much further can I go? How much yeah. further can I go? So that can that, <clears throat> excuse me. Can that ultimately lead, uh, nope, I don't know where that question went. It left my mind. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally disappeared. If anyone has seen, um, I always I always reference this. What's the movie, Ashley? I know you know it. With the five, se- five senses, joy and sadness. Um, it's a Pixar movie. Um, Inside Out? Inside Out. Inside Out. <laughs> that train that just disappears. That's literally oh what just God. fucking happened to me right now. Holy shit. That's I don't know hilarious. where that went. It'll come back, though. Uh, it'll come it back up somewhere. That reminds uh, me of uh, yeah. Bobby, the Wild Sevens in-house uh, cinematographer. Yes. Shout out to Bobby. Ta- he was talking about Bobby Shmurda. Drugs no, and it's not Bobby Shmurda. <laughs> it's not Bobby Shmurda. It's not, it's not Bobby. <laughs> Hopefully Bobby Shmurda. Bobby Moss. Bobby Free Moss. Bobby Shmurda, bitch. Okay, yeah, that's uh, who. That's you who heard maybe. it right here. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Bobby, he was talking about like when you're like on, he was like, his recommendation if you're like on shrooms or acid, he was like, if you have a thought that escapes you, just let it go. Don't try to chase it because yeah, that could end up bad if you keep trying to chase oh, like a thought. Like if you're like high as fuck off the drug and you're like, you think of something and you're like, what was it? And then you end up just in a horrible like thing in your brain where you're like chasing a thought. It's like, just let it go. And like what he said was like, uh, as soon as you let it go, it'll come back to you. It'll always come back. Soon. Soon. Just let it go. So your thought will come back, (laughs) Victoria. I'm sure it will. Um, Um, But I know that Rihanna has had, um, and again, this might be triggering for some people. So I want to make sure that we give some kind of warning because- uh, Rihanna obviously has physical um, abuse. Yeah, she has a past with physical violence, and that is something that I think that I, I, w- I would like to talk about is people using. I mean, we all know that in narcissism, people use things to get, like they manipulate people to get what yeah. they want in a very charming <clears throat> way where you don't realize that it's happening. So, but how do you deal with somebody who's using mental illness as a scapegoat for their behavior 
how do you combat that? Because how, because let's be honest, when you, when someone, a mental illness, when someone brings up mental illness, a lot of the times it's a, it's a dead stop, right? It's a, don't touch that. It's a, you can't say anything. There's no, there's, it's, there's no black and white. There's not a test that's positive or negative. It's more of like a, um, a spectrum. So when somebody says, well, I'm mentally ill, I'm suicidal. That's why I'm, because I've come across a lot of narcissists who use mental illness Mm -hmm. as a scapegoat for their behavior. And if you try to push back on them or question them or push them, they automatically attack you for attacking their mental illness. It's like, it's like a person, it becomes a personal attack. It's a cop out. Right. It's a scapegoat. Absolutely. And again, uh, <clears throat> you know, I see this happen a lot where it, yeah, it is used and then, but it's to make you feel guilty. Mm. And so you can't help people's actions unless yeah. you said, I mean, even if you said, I don't care, kill yourself, you know, it's their choice to kill themselves. It is. It has nothing to do with you. I mean, yes, you're, you're horrible for saying that to somebody. Yeah, I shouldn't do that. Um, but at the same time, you know, if you're saying, oh, like you're triggering this and it's just a mental illness or like, oh, I did this because I'm depressed and you just don't understand that you can't make someone feel guilty or like, oh, I'm going to kill myself if you don't get back with me or if you don't call me back. Yeah. That is manipulative in itself. And that is not the way that mental, you know, disorders or, you know, things like that should be used. And so that's where you have to think for yourself and just like, okay, what, how are they benefiting from me? And if, is it just me putting in all this effort for them, but they're not actually growing from it. Mm. And so maybe I need to step back and again, assert my boundaries of, okay, ultimately, you're making me feel worse. And even though I'm trying to help you, I'm not actually helping you. It's not so doing I need good. to take a step back and like, I wish you the best and I don't want you to hurt yourself, but mm. ultimately I can't do anything about yeah. that. And so you just have to be firm again, yeah. firm and be direct and um, step away yeah. because like they can't keep threatening you to make you feel guilty and trap you um, yeah. just because they need your attention. So you would say I, I we're, we're working towards the best remedy in dealing with a narcissist is to usually back off. Yeah. Is to usually just back away and, and set they, boundaries they for yourself and stick to them. Many times, again, it's one of the most uh, like uncurable yeah. diagnoses. And so you can't just keep trying to fix them. You yeah. can't keep pointing out that, oh, you're a narcissist. Like, they don't think that they're narcissists. So it's like, not going to happen. Would a narcissist ever say sorry? No. Because kind of what I was reading. Fault. They have grandiose ideas about them. And yeah. so they're almost perfect. And if they're not perfect, and if you point out their perfection, in, uh, if you point out Would their they use it in a manipulative way, though? Like, maybe to get someone back? Yeah. So they would be yeah. okay with saying sorry in order to get a person to maybe come back to do what they want. Like if someone's like, you know what, I can't do this anymore. And they're like, oh, shit, let me just well, say look, sorry. But it's yeah. never even going to be but it's it's not never genuine. Gonna be the apology it's that you want. Yeah. It's all about how to help them. Yeah. It's never to mend things or I feel bad for doing this to this yeah. person. I'm going to say sorry. Yeah. It's, it's more it. like, damn, they're really going to leave me this time. So let me just fucking it's, say sorry to exactly. make sure they don't leave. But I'm not exactly. actually sorry. And I wasn't going to say sorry until they yeah. threatened to leave. No, yeah. And that's how it was with that dude that I was messing with. I've been every, there. every time we would get, and, and I'm, I'm pretty logical. And especially when I argue, like, mm, it's going to be pretty difficult to argue with me because if you're going to be like, well, because I, that's what I want to do. I'm going to be like, well, that's disrespectful. And you're a bitch. And like, and we don't need to be talking like that. We're grown adults. So like, 
I found very much so a lot of the times he'd just be like, okay, well, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. And it would be like a dissatisfied. I don't know if you've ever. Where like they were know. going really hard for one thing and yes. then all of a sudden it's they're like, like never right. mind. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. And it's like, what? Like you were like, just going so hard for this thing and all of the yeah. motherfucking sudden you're sorry. What? Yeah. That makes no sense. And you could tell it was just. It's to, not satisfying. To end the, end the argument. To end the 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 fight because he did not like to fight. He did not, and I was like, "Oh no, we gotta yeah. talk about this." That's not like, fun. No, it's not no, fun no. for them. Yeah. So he would it's just not be serving like, them anymore. And if you're ready again, if you're ready to leave that person, and they realize like, yeah. "Oh, like you don't value me the same anymore. Yeah. You're gonna leave me." Then it's like, "Oh, okay. Well, I need you to like start valuing me yeah. again." So then it's again that manipulation to get you to like view them high and totally again. And then they feel satisfied. Yeah. But it's this cycle that is just like, okay, I need to keep, you know, getting my needs met, yeah. all my needs met, whether it's friend, you know, coworker, totally. whatever. Yeah. And it was a cycle. And that's something that I noticed is that it was repetitive. It would be like, okay, we're not going to hang out, whatever. Fuck you. Okay. Yeah. Fuck you. And then be like, Hey, what's up? I'm like, okay, what's up? You still gonna act like this? No. Okay. And then he started acting like that. And then I'd be like, okay, well here we are back again. All right. Here I'm gonna put we you go on again. And then it was just like, and then at one point I was just like, fuck this. This is dumb. You do the same shit every time and <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking over and this. what are you like, getting out of it? Nothing. Good for you. Yeah, good for like, you for like realizing though. Yeah, no, because I've been there, too, where, yeah. like, you continue to realize it, and you continue to still keep getting sucked in. Yes. Over it and over, and it's so hard. It feels like a fucking magic spell, where no, it's, like, literally. you're, like, outside your body, and you're, like, why do I keep why are you falling doing for this? this? It's clear. It's been such a long time of this going over and yes. over, and it's not getting better. Like, why am I still falling for this and hoping for yes. it to get yeah. better. I think that is the best way to put it. It feels yeah. like an out of body experience. It feels like part of you is like, man, like you're not in you all your right senses. Yeah. No one yeah. could convince you otherwise because they're so charming that yeah. it's just like, well, you just don't understand. Like you just don't see this side of him or, you know, you just don't see whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I think you keep trying to rationalize it. Yeah. Although I think you probably know yeah. You oh, yeah. Deep down, rationalizing it to yourself yeah. until you're sick, until you believe it, because that's what you want, and that's why, like, the power of your brain, the power of what you want, placebo effect, bro. That shit works. Yeah. Like, you're literally convincing yourself, like, it's fine. This time he'll change, and it will be different. Then part of you's like, no, he won't. And you're yeah. like, he will. And just will. like how you guys have talked about before, and about then to red add flags, gifts and to add challenge. things. Yes. And it's just like I need to see those red flags for like what they are, mm -hmm. and I need to stop trying to like prove myself wrong about those red yeah. flags. Yeah. Like you need, you know, I always joke because there's like that saying like never talk shit about your significant other in front of your family right because yeah. you know too, no going back right? <laughs> yeah. but then you do your also yeah they will always remember that one time that your man never fucking opened the car door for you and they'll just be like you fucking piece of shit and you're like he's opened every car door four times before like yeah but it's like i do think that what that is is a, it's a reflection right it's like a reflection it's like when you're like it's things are good and they're like is it you're like you fucking piece of yeah. shit. shit. I think you could tell when yeah. people are are finally just kind of yeah. like, we're going to let her figure it out. Right. And like, Aww. we know. She's cute. She's cute. <laughs> She'll figure it out, though. She's smart. Like, she this knows this is fucking <laughs> unhealthy. <laughs> this is toxic. But she's going to figure it out. There's nothing you can say to somebody. No, because nothing. The thing I is with you narcissists. Guys to tell me. Bro. <laughs> <Straight> <laughs> I feel like after things what I like, because, you know, I'm such, like, an analyzer. And, and that's like, the thing. You guys will be like, yeah, Steph. I know. I'm like, bitch, what are you 
<laughs> bitch. That's the thing is like you that can't. I want to emphasize right fucking now is you could be the smartest fucking bitch alive. Yep. You could be a fucking doctor. Master. IQ through the roof. <laughs> you could be so smart. The thing with narcissists, the I'll thing with you. anything, any type of fucked up psychological thing, anyone can fall for it. Yeah. You could be so smart. Mm-hmm. It, you're not immune. No. Yeah. You're not. You could be a psychologist and fall for a narcissist. Because yeah, especially like with me, I'll be like, I'm overanalyzing this and I'm a piece of shit for thinking this of them because I'm probably just like really like putting them down, but it's just in my head. Because at the end of the day, like everything is just... And then it turns like, out... <laughs> It's Trust your intuition. <laughs> At the end of the day, everything is just analyzing things. So yeah. you, you're like, am I overanalyzing? Or am I like, underanalyzing? Yeah. yeah. So it's just you question yourself. Yeah. But it, And that's why it's so important to talk about. Because the more you talk about, right, the more we like break down the wall of like, am I, am I, am I? And someone's like, dude, you're not. Shut the fuck up. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Right? <laughs> like we kind of like break down the stigma. So yeah. that's why I think it's so important to say like, if you have these attributes or even if you're dealing, like you could be in a relationship with someone who's narcissistic and you're like, oh my God, okay, this is fucked up. The simping after dark girls are like, that's it, dump his ass, fuck him. And I can't, I keep going back. It's no, no, not no. that easy. We, we know. We are here right we know. there with you. I have been, su- I see, my mom has seen me walking out with an overnight bag and she's like, bitch, weren't you just crying about him last night? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, Where are you going? So With are, who? Are you that are that you guy? And I'm like, and, I'm, and, and I don't even make eye contact. So I'm just like, I'll be back. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, it gets to the point. <laughs> it gets to the point where like friends and family are Dude, just like, you know, you know. Still, okay, yeah. all right. Do you, baby? You call Do me. You. you call me tomorrow morning because you're gonna be like, yeah. It's like, so how's it going? And it's just like, it's good. The high pitch. It's good. I was like, I was like laughing because Loki. When I was fucking with this dude, I would be like on and off with him, and like Ashley, Alexa. I feel like everyone would be like, so how are things? And I'd be like, shut the fuck up. And then two minutes later, I'd be like, you know, like he like took me somewhere, like we went out on a date, and like, and, and these bitches would be like, bitch, you stupid, like bitch, Victoria every time. had told us some fucked up stories where I'd be like, damn, bitch, for real, like you deserve so much better, but we're not going like, to make you next. feel bad. We're going to let you figure it out. And she did. Yeah. So Eventually. You know. Eventually. Yeah. yeah. It takes a while, but you have to, these things, sometimes you just have to let people do it on their yes. own. Like you can't force someone out of this relationship or force someone yeah. to see things. Like it takes your hitting yeah. rock like bottom addict, sometimes. All you like have to do is addict, be there for you them. You have to recognize it first. And once yeah. your friend says, you know, I don't think that this is going on. I think I'm being treated like shit. Then you can find like, Okay, like, you I know, agree. why do you think that? Like, you know, okay, I can You're see You're such that. a therapist. Why do you think that? I'd be like, I agree. Fuck him. And I'd be like, fuck him. Yeah. I've been waiting for you but to just say to, this. Just so that you could get that perspective yeah. because once, like, you know, once they can admit yeah. that it's going on, but if they're just like, oh, I'm so hurt, da, 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 and I don't understand, then it's just like, you can't be like, dump him because they're going to be like, no, he's so great. She's don't so great. do it. Let me tell you, it's going to it's gonna make you end up at the pastor table at your ex-best friend's wedding. Don't yeah. do it. Trust me, you're not going to win. Just be there for them. Like, yeah. don't yeah. tell them what to yeah. do. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. make them feel fucking stupid for falling yeah. into the trap over and over. Because then you're just going to be like, at the, you're going to get kicked to the curb. They're going to pick the narcissist over gonna, you. And bro. they're not going to end up telling you when they're going. They're going to feel like I have nobody to go to because everybody just wants yeah, to, they're not to gonna not trust be with you. them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep it to myself. And then they're going to feel like shit and keep like isolated. And that's exactly what narcissists want. So to isolate the victim. Can we also talk about that? how emotionally exhausting it is to have a friend 
who is dealing with a cycle of a narcissist. I'm not saying that, like, at the end of the day, yeah, you do have every right to support your friend. Yeah. But if, That's you, if you are being to the point where you are, like, exhausted or emotionally exhausted, physically, maybe your friend's calling you every night at 2 o'clock in the morning, or it's just, like, your friend never calls you but only to vent about this person, then, I mean, obviously, you got to set boundaries. There's, you yeah. know, it's boundaries not like... Boundaries are important. Yeah, and friendships, too. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So this is a reminder that also to while you should support your friend um you should yeah. also set boundaries with yeah, everyone cause even if have. shit's fucking with you it's also fucking with your friend that you're coming to every night crying about your fucking abusive narcissistic well, egotistical fucking boyfriend yeah. whatever like that's still fucking with your friend so like stop ask them you don't know what they're going through and stop like, what, what were those text messages saying a while back i was like i'm not in a place to respond bitch <laughs> i was dying when it was like but oh it's God. kind of true. Like, like I'm it sorry. It was so gross, though. It <laughs> like, was. The it example. Was. Yeah. It was like, uh, for all the people that need to set boundaries with the friends, you need to let them know. Like, I don't know if in a, I'm I don't not know in a if place. I'm in a place right now that I could handle your thing. But please, leave a message after the time. Like something so like that, that yeah. where it was like. That's not something you should say to yeah, your friend, no, bitch. That's I something mean, you say to like a coworker. Yeah. The like, fuck. But also, Ew. I think it is, it's really important to, I mean, I think just set boundaries with everybody and, and realize that someone once told me that if you really care about the people around you, you will take the best care of yourself. Yeah. Yes. And that was like some of the best advice that I think I've ever gotten. Cause it's true. I, I think I was, I came to them and I was like, you know, I'm really worried about my brother, my mom. And they were like, if you want the best thing you can do for yourself, take care of yourself, is take care of yourself because then you're alleviating the pressure of them worrying about you. Yeah. Then you're alleviating the pressure of your family. Like, well, I'm worried about you. If I'm worried about you, you're worried about me. What the fuck do we do? We're both worried about each other. But if I'm okay, I'm worried about you, but you know what? I'm going to take care of myself and I'm going to be good and make sure I'm good. And then you make sure you're good. Then we're in a place where we're both happy. Yeah. And if you can't do that because you're worried about another narcissist or maybe your friend is dealing with a narcissist and you, you just started a new job and you're working 40 hours a week, you don't really have time to sit and vent. And although you care about that person, you do have a life to live and you do have things that you deserve to like contribute to and, and put in time and effort to. Yeah. So it's it's like it's really tricky because sometimes it can be difficult. It's not an easy navigation. No, it's difficult. And but I think that that's ultimately in any relationship, regardless family, friend, uh, you know, intimate. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> is knowing your boundaries and being able to feel confident and being firm with your boundaries because that's how you're going to easily spot people who are you know maybe narcissistic or maybe manipulative, whatever. Even have just like traits, and you don't want. People like that that can't be helped, that don't want to help themselves in your life. Yeah. And so once you 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 know your boundaries and what you're comfortable with, and you set those boundaries, and if they're not willing to abide by that, then that's somebody that you don't want in your life at the moment. And it, you need help, and until you're willing to abide by my boundaries, then that's the person that I want in my life. Yeah. And so boundaries, regardless personality disorder or not you need to yeah. know what your boundaries are and set those and feel confident in those and once you realize that and you start setting those you're going to see a huge difference in the stress in your life and mm -hmm. feel less like anxiety with like your relationships and stuff like that and you're going to yeah, you feel good when you're not self-betraying yeah, yeah and you're going to feel like you're going to keep the people that are actually worthy of your time because they respect your boundaries and you respect theirs yeah and, and yeah. i think that that's also important to 
decipher and define. I think for the longest time I was like, okay, I have boundaries. And then I was like, well, what are they? And then I was like, well, I don't really know. So, and like, don't punch me in the face. Right. Good. Yeah. Like I had very, <laughs> yeah. Like I had very, very like, uh, uh what are they called? Um, Blurred. ambiguous, yeah. you know, like ambiguous boundaries. Yeah. Like just don't cheat on me. Firm. But yeah. it, it, it was like clear. It, it wasn't until I, I started getting older and then I was like, well, what do I want? And then I was like, well, I've never asked myself. Yeah. Cause it, like, I feel like when you're younger, you're like more like lenient and you like, don't want to be too demanding. Cause you're like, well, yes. I don't want to be too demanding. Cause and then I'm a chick. Vic, I believe you away. talked about this in uh, one of the podcasts before about like, you know, you said you're, I'm the type of friend where it's just like, if you need me, then like, let's hang out or like, let's hang out once a month, whatever. Yeah. But like someone that's just like, let's hang out, let's hang yeah. out constantly. Like you set those boundaries where it's like, I can't do that. Like yeah. that's not me. Yeah. And so it's you not what I'm going to provide. Yeah. And saying like this, and then uh, and a friend that respects that, then it's like, okay, we could be Perfect. friends. So then yeah. they won't be Great. disappointed because they know. But then exactly. If, if, yeah. they get, if they get upset with you that you don't want to hang out like that and then you start feeling guilty, you set your boundaries and that's fine. Story of my life. So I boundaries? think that kind yeah. of like goes into like narcissists, how like narcissists, I feel like they probably wouldn't be able to say from the beginning, these are my boundaries. Like they have no boundaries. They wouldn't be able to say like, hey, like I can't provide this for you because my depth only is this much or no, this Because whatever. that takes self-awareness. Yes. Yeah, so like going to the lyrics, which. Um, what does she say? What does the chorus say? So she starts by saying, um, or the chorus, she's like, and babe, I'm fist fighting with fire just to get close to you. Can we burn something, babe? And I run for miles just to get a taste. Must be love on the brain. That's got me feeling this way. Wow. So it's like she's really trying to get close to this person. I don't know if there's any other type of like psychological disorder that could characterize somebody that isn't willing to open up. Probably just like trauma or something. Yeah. But like she's really trying. She like she wants the fire. Like she's fist fighting with fire just to get close to somebody. Yeah. And like they're just not having it. Well, and but then that is because they have that fragile um they actually have like, you know, a fragile ego, fragile view of themselves even though they don't portray you know that and so it's just like if you get close to me and you really know me then you're gonna know what i really am and i i'm not gonna be i haven't even confronted that, that. Show yeah. it makes them I feel am. too like open to criticism or yeah something. exactly yeah. oh and then you're gonna not see me the same as like i'm you know showing that i am so they avoid that closeness and mm. that's why they like create all this distance yeah. and all this like i'm so like a this. facade exactly. yeah so then she says and i run for miles just to get a taste must be love on the brain that's got me feeling this way it beats me black and blue but it fucks me so good and i can't get enough must be love on the brain i think those are some of the most fucking controversial Look. lyrics like ever and it reminds me of just like the whole thing with chris brown yeah just, like yeah. abusive relationship that's like, like such a triggering trying, lyric it is like she's trying so hard to be close to somebody that's fucking physically abusing her like she's just like let me get close to you and, and it's fucking her up trying to get close to them and she can't and how honest do you have to be to say you are physically causing me harm and i can't and get I enough still, i still that is like again i want to talk about trigger warning like that's that's this idea of like being addicted to abuse or and, like yeah and again the person that is the abuser most likely i mean every case that i've you know known they've been abused and mm -hmm. so they continue that cycle of abuse because they don't have the insight to realize what they are 
continuing is because they've been hurt and they don't know how to deal with it except for repeat that cycle. And so most abusers, most rapists, all that stuff, they've been raped before. They've been abused before. And so they all they know is Just to that perpetuate. They, they feel in control when they repeat that same cycle and they feel bigger and they feel more powerful when yeah. they repeat that same cycle instead of going to therapy and be like oh my gosh this was horrible yeah. Yeah. and how to deal with it no they just like i'm going to be that person i'm going to be that person in power now and i'm going to do it to yeah. another person and that's um, why that's why when you acknowledge anything any type of wrongdoing any type of self-awareness any type of acknowledgement of what is happening you are already a step ahead yeah. because the first step is and denial. The second lot. step is acceptance. Takes, yes. yes. Yeah. So it's it like you're so already there. Yeah. And just to take that step is huge. Yes. And I give people props that you can should. do that because it's so difficult. Yeah. yeah. So I think that you, like, if you're, if you're saying, you know what, fuck, like my dad acted this way, my older brother acts this way, but I don't want to act this way. Like that takes fucking balls that takes guts to and change that cycle yes. that has been going on for generations usually it is a generational cycle it takes a lot and, and it's probably like really rare yeah it's probably really rare to like change it yeah yeah no right. absolutely and 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 i uh, like you said a generational thing we're not talking like oh my grandpa did we're talking about like grandpa great-grandfather 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 for generations and generations used to physically abuse their wives and that came all the way back to you it's not like this that's a lot of weight to fucking yeah. carry, bro. And, and then it can like, vary. It'll be like some siblings, it's like some siblings will repeat that cycle. Some siblings are, you know, have that resiliency where it's like, nope, I'm not continuing it. And then it'll be like one out of the four siblings is different. Is and it always like the um, the exception? Um, no. Or is, there is it usually like there's always at least one child extremely affected by it? Or is it like... For sure, I would say, I mean, at least like anecdotally, I don't know, yeah. like research-wise. Yeah. Um, but we don't got um, no numbers in front of us. Yeah, but um, I w with my clients and actually with family members, yeah. um, uh, I would say that there's some that, you know, completely change the cycle. It's like, wow, I'm so fortunate. And then there's that's some that's crazy. just like... Dang, like yeah. you're just repeating that same cycle and, uh, you know. And it, and it takes a lot. That's Sad. why I, you, That's why I'm so, like, almost overjoyed or, like, over, like, um, I don't know what the term would be. Like, I'm, I'm excited for people. People who can address their issues, that's a big fucking deal. It's a big fucking deal to say, wow, I'm kind of a dick sometimes. Wow, I'm selfish. Wow, yeah. I found that I'm using this person. And it's normal like, to be all those things, but once you human nature, it, then you could change it. And oh. so it's like, if I do that sometimes, everyone is a dick everyone. sometimes. And I wonder everyone. if it's yes. harder or easier on which side, if it's like you're the narcissist or like, codependent person because mm. like going to like uh, Rihanna's lyrics where she's like must be love on the brain and it keeps cursing my name and then she says no matter what I do I'm no good without you and I can't get enough so, like that mentality of I'm no good without you personality like, disorder right what is harder like, what is harder like getting yeah. away from that like low self-esteem or being like the fucking narcissist abuser well, oh fuck yeah 
It's uh, I That's yeah. Because like yeah. being uh, that low, like being like, no matter what I do, I'm no good without you. Like you got to be in some fucking mental state of yeah, like you're devastation. Empty, you're empty, oh my god. You have to, you know. Yeah. You are nothing. I don't feel like I am a person without um, being the, with somebody. Yeah. And so the, that's where people go into relationships where they move on straight to the next person because I have mm-hmm. no identity unless I'm with somebody else and I conform to whatever they're interested in because I just want to please them. Yep. It's fucked up. Like even verse two. So she's like, baby, keep loving me. Just love me. Just love me. All you need to do is love me. Got me like, ah, ha, ha, how? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm tired of being played <laughs> like a violin. Yes. What do I gotta do to get in your motherfucking heart? It's this challenge. Like, right? like she's like, please she's like, just let me know. What do I have I'll to do? do it. Please love me. Please love me. She's literally begging for like this man's love, like, and to get in his heart, like to for him to open up. He's clearly not opening up, and she's just like. Please. Or it's a cycle, uh, or it's like the beginning yeah. of the cycle. I'm sure loving it. Oh and, my God, hell and yeah. Will, and, and this is why I think, it, again, it's important to talk about these things because it's important to say that I think I've been in this situation. Have you been in a situation like this where you're the Rihanna, where you're like, love me? Like, not so much? That's all right. Yeah, Ashley, well, maybe you? We'll just shut the fuck up about that. Go ahead, Ashley. <laughs> yes, you? Yeah, I definitely have. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't like being vulnerable. I mean, it's so hard. I don't, I don't think in that place. I don't my, think once I realize that I'm not wanted, it's like my. I, I don't know what it is about being vulnerable. I like being open, and I have found myself begging for people to love me or for attention or to change or to give me more time. Or to be more open with me, or to stop being so nonchalant. I, I feel absolutely like absolutely beg people. I feel and like I do find myself yeah, doing that a lot. It's, it's unfortunately, not, it's not in this sense where I'm like I need someone, and I'm like, please, oh my god, no. It's this. I get sucked in. Uh, yeah, like yeah. I'm not somebody who's like, okay, I'm dating someone for two weeks. Yeah. No, I'm in love over here. Exactly. You know, the thing. I, I think <laughs> me and you both from yeah. jump come off as like very strong and independent and yeah. confident, but like somehow end up in. in this like thing it's like how do we it go just, from here to here I, I don't know I feel like I get I get so wrapped up in like being busy work this and then someone's like hey you cute and I'm like who the fuck are you are you cute you trying to get married yes or no quick and they're like uh look I'm trying to steal your heart and I'm like perfect let me see what you got and they're like I'm a fuck boy and I'm like god damn it we got another one another it's, one and so it's just like a repeating cycle of me being <laughs> like me, mad aggressive it's less of that for me it's like I'm more where like I pick who I want to love me Okay. And if they show me an ounce, I'm like, you better give me a gallon. <laughs> and if they don't, then I'm like hurt and then I'm that's definitely where I'm skeptical. Craving, yeah. Where I'm like, what do you mean? Like, where is the rest of this love? Like, I, you gave me a taste. Like, why aren't you fucking worshiping me? Why don't you love me? I need more. Like, I need more now. <laughs> Stephanie, where, do you see what's wrong with us now? No, like, so, am I a narcissist for that? But, like, that's where I fall in the middle. Where I'm just like, you're am literally I in the middle. Are my border, like, I have borderline personality disorder. Like, I'm just like, I, because sometimes I feel like I don't let myself be vulnerable, and so like I don't get to that deep emotion where like I'm just like, ooh. Like, 
do I have emotions? Like, like Ashley will no. change the only time. She's like, I don't know if you've loved anyone. Yeah, no, I've told Stephanie before. I'm like, so I could she's think a of, therapist. I could think of maybe one tea. man that Stephanie has been with where like I'm head like, over heels. Where I like, think she loved him. Other than that, sorry, Stephanie guys. don't love fucking no one. So if you are Stephanie's ex, I'm so sorry. You to ain't that man. shit to her. You was uh, never shit to her. You know what's and really why the funny? fuck I was you ever in her life? I wish I felt that. And so but I, like, I've always. I've always like I think for the most part I for the for the most part every time like I've known you you've yeah. for the most part been with somebody yeah and almost every time I've been like why she doesn't like him right <laughs> I'm just him. like why and then but you know you do that friend thing where she's like this is my boyfriend I'm like okay, okay sure <laughs> sure he is and then like right. so four months later she's like that guy was fucking stupid and I'm like yeah we've been new uh, why don't you I, I could literally because I feel bad no. do you want me to tell yes. you because literally like I, I could tell you any guy you bring around I'm like why? I take it's your face. Criticism. It's literally like your. Like okay. I can literally. Next time tell. you bring a dude around, I'm gonna be Jeez. like, you like him because he's fucking weird and not cute, and you can do so much better, Stephanie. That's just my thought every me time. And Stephanie, me and every time Stephanie talks to anyone, that's my me, thought. Me and Stephanie, or me and Ashley. Sorry. Like, if she, if she brings a man around me now, she's just gonna be like, oh, she said we could go in tag team. Go. Please. Hey, he's fucking stupid. <laughs> he's ugly. He whack. Bunk ass, ugly ass, big old titty having ass hoe. Uh, I, uh. I've been single for now, uh, I think ten months. Oh wow. And I'm completely. Fine. So until Good. someone that Good. Please ask, ask me how long I've been single. Don't. Never mind. Just kidding. Anyways. Bitch, and so like that's the thing for myself. Years. That's why I trip on myself because like I go through things where I'm like so desperate for love. But it's like I go single for like two years at a time. I literally go no dick for like a year at a time, like easily. No. I'm so, so sorry. I can't speak for you. I can. Like, I've gone. There are like, some things people need. A, a year. <laughs> I've gone a year without dick, and then I got dick, and then I went another year without dick. And it's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I am yeah. I'm so like hot or cold where like I'm, I fucking I hate every man. So yeah. I don't care. Even, like, I could me. be alone in my room for like five years and be fine. I mean, I think I, I could do that, but every now and then all I want to do is cut like like fall asleep next to another human being and then I'll be like, Oh, I crave get the that. fuck out. I crave <laughs> that. Don't get me wrong. Oh. Like I could be lonely. <laughs> I crave that, but like She's Unless like, oh, I, I want that, but I'm picky. But I don't have it. No, no. I can't. I could easily. No one I like. Yes, nobody alike. I'm picky. I could easily be like, you of course, come here. of course. Like I'm confident in myself. I could, I'm narcissistic in that way. I could find easily She's a man not, to come cuddle right, with me. Anyone can. You're a female. I'm Bitch, sorry. Exactly. It's pretty easy for a female to find exactly. anyone to come cuddle. Exactly. Okay. So that's where I tell you, where like I could easily find somebody to come cuddle with me, but like. I'm just disgusted by 99.9% of men. Uh, women, um, I have never found the courage to pursue. Women are scary. <laughs> no. I I'm love so women. Scared of women. You should yeah. not be scared of women. <laughs> should, no, well, like, I think of myself, though, and I'm like, I'm a fucking evil bitch with crazy standards. So are all women this way? Yeah. <laughs> Let me not pursue a woman. And then I my, don't know. Women usually friend. come on very uh, hard and fast. It's usually like a lot more harder and faster than guys. You guys, you would think would be really aggressive. But, like, I feel like in my experience with women, they're always like, you're really pretty. 
what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, shit. My number's 909. <laughs> <laughs> uh, call me, oh my God. <sighs> like, uh, literally, uh, one time I was uh, at Beelman's down the street waiting for traffic to be over, and some... I like clicked with some really pretty girl and I was like, you're really pretty. She was like, you're really pretty. I feel like you need to kiss me. And then I was like, okay. Oh. And I was okay with it. And I was like, yes. But then, Ladies so, and gentlemen, this is a pub as in like they sell burgers and shit. It's not a bar. Yeah, no, there's no, they sell alcohol too, but it's but mostly it's, burgers. But it's like, not a bar. It's like a it's a vegan, food place. It's a vegan food place. It's a vegan place. food place. <laughs> And she like, and I was like, and so I had to ask myself, I was like, well, like, would I be okay with this if a dude was this? And I was like, straight up, no, I would what? not. Like, it was kind of like her, I don't know if it's just because. Too aggressive. It Maybe, it I don't know. Me. It was, it was, it was a little, but I was kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't okay. Know. But it I think it's, it's it less was, threatening yeah. coming from a woman. Yeah. Because from a man, it's like, is he going to fucking beat me up? Murder and rape me, me? Right? A yeah. woman is just like, oh, she's just confident. She's just attracted to me. Okay. Like, she's just attractive. Yeah. And she, yes. I agree. So it's I different. That's that's where that, like, I felt a little bit more comfortable. Like, yeah. okay. Whereas, like, if a man was like, ooh, you're pretty, kiss me, I'd be like, ooh. This is Bitch. not okay. Like I'll sock you in your forehead. Yeah, like that's not okay. Right now. So I mean, I don't know. Like, do you find that narcissism is is dealt with differently within men and women? I've never met a female narcissist. And you heard it here first, no, folks. No, and you know what? It's impossible for women to be <laughs> No, you know what? And, like, I, I, I am really actually seeking to find a female narcissist uh, because – my what my supervisor who was a male he was like oh narcissism and borderline is the same thing but it's just uh, you know women have narcissism and or, women have borderline personality disorder and uh, males have narcissism oh. like, that's kind of sexist though and I'm just so like, he was trying to say that only one kind of uh, it it only applied to one sex but the thing is that like even in the dsm more women have borderline personality disorder and more males have narcissistic personality but that disorder. makes sense with the patriarchy because it just makes sense that like a man is going to be like cook for me clean i mean for all the men with their little nipples getting hard going oh no we're talking about the patriarchy i know calm down <laughs> but you know like it there is like a male dominance and a female nurturing which makes sense that like a man would be narcissistic and a female would have personality or would it just be characterized that way where exactly like well and they are it's almost like a spectrum um personality disorders especially i mean if you look at the um dsm and you kind of like read through them they are like a um they it is like a spectrum in any kind okay. of category that you look it's all a spectrum so i do think it's not black and white it isn't black and white and or male or female and yeah like even you know i know somebody that was like oh this th i know this girl she i think she has a you know narcissistic personality disorder and i pull out my dsm and went, let's find out let's try to diagnose <laughs> i love it and like um and then i start i was like but maybe they have borderline and then um i read it and she's like oh yeah maybe it is borderline but they're so close to yeah. each other that it is really hard to tell interesting and interesting so, i mean it's kind of like yin and yang they all they they kind of lean on each other so there's in this some like ways yeah and there, there's a little opposite. bit of this in in each other mm. yeah right in, like, in its opposite like like you a know, yin and yang with BPD, it could be like you're more displaying insecurity and more neediness and then with you know narcissistic personality disorder you're way more confident you're not but they thrive on each other at the end of the day exactly mm -hmm. so it is yin and yang yeah um, yeah so. damn so obviously that just makes sense uh, those types of relationships are just going to be 
seeking toxic. each other out and out and so out. Toxic. Like, oh. So the way that would kind of play out, I feel like earlier we were talking about would be like where it's like, say it's a guy and a girl together and he's narcissist and she's maybe BPD and he's just like overly just like into himself. He thinks he's the shit and thrives on her praising him and she just fucking needs him. And he, I think narcissists kind of put people down to feel better mm-hmm. too. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And like they, the other person ends up kind of just questioning themselves and trying to be like, well, why? Like, why do you feel this way? And trying to fix themselves. Yeah, and they're like, well, don't guilty. think of me this way, please. Like I'll be better. And they do not want to be abandoned. Yeah. yeah. So it's really fucked up. Cause it's like, like I'm say I'm like the person with BPD and Stephanie, you have narcissism. And I'm like, Please, like, what can I do? Please. Okay, it reminds me of American Psycho. We were walk- watching earlier today with Reese Witherspoon when uh, mm. Pat- uh, Patrick Bateman's, like, breaking up with her. And she's like, what can I do? Like, please. And he's like, what you could do is stop fucking embarrassing me making a fucking scene right now because they're, like, in a restaurant. Damn. Yeah. And she's, like, crying. So and he's just no empathy. None. No fucking empathy. He's just like, bitch, shut the fuck up. We're done. You're, you're not You're not, You're not. not filling my ego anymore. And she's like, please, what can I do? I need you. I okay. fucking need you. But pa- Patrick Bate- Bateman. Uh-huh. Bateman, he was a psychopath or a sociopath? We actually discussed that. Not we. I was, like, watching on the side. Wild <laughs> the, the Wild 7 podcast. Yeah, so make sure you guys listen in so you guys can uh, decide. Those episode that drop, I think, yeah. this week so also again, will drop. Um, I would say he would have antisocial personality disorder um, if what he was doing was actually real. But I would just for sure diagnose him with, like, narcissistic personality disorder. Um, so, like, so is what I'm trying to say is, like, does nar- – is the difference – between narcissism and sociopath like killing people like is it like violence is it enacting violence yeah so again sociopath is like a different type of antisocial personality disorder um I yeah I can't I I can't get into that. That's all right. It's it's a little realm. It's another bubble. Yeah. So, um, but because we'd have to do a whole another podcast on psychopaths. It's not in the DSM. So okay, I see. It's actually more of like diagnosing. It is like with like people in jail and stuff like that. Okay. Most people that have like sociopath, it's more um, forensic. I guess I see. Um, But antisocial is like um, you not really uh, caring about the well-being of others. Okay. So it's not not only lacking empathy, but it's like really not like giving a shit. Like if somebody dies. Yeah. Like, you know, um, again, like I said in the other podcast, you would be diagnosed with conduct disorder as a kid. And um, one of the signs of conduct disorder is you um, harming animals first. Okay. And kind of like killing them and not really caring what happens so to them. And then you start hurting people. Okay, yeah. So that like... But it doesn't... You don't have to kill people. You don't have to hurt people okay. physically to have antisocial personality disorder. So um, in narcissism, would they feel sorry if somebody got hurt? No. They don't... Ha- they really lack empathy. And again, wow. maybe, kinda... some, maybe some because, again, you only have to meet certain criteria. Lack of empathy is one, but there's like a total of yeah. nine criteria. Okay. So maybe you don't So you said psychopath and sociopath aren't in DSM. Uh... Which one? Psychopath and sociopath? No, they're not in DSM. Okay, so perhaps a psychopath and a sociopath could have narcissism or narcissistic traits. traits. Oh, yeah. But just because you're narcissistic doesn't necessarily mean that you're a psychopath or a sociopath. 
Yes, obviously. Correct. But correct. but if um, you're a sociopath and psychopath, you're probably, you're probably narcissistic. narcissistic. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That 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 tends to but that's like you should also see that as like an underlying issue. Like, do you want to have the same personality traits as a psychopath? Exactly. Like, do yeah. you want that? Like, or so you're so you're on the way. You're yeah. so antisocial, you're impulsive, um, failure to conform to social norms, so you don't like follow laws. Okay, order, yeah. Order. You know, um, irritability or aggressiveness as indicated by repeated physical fights or assault, re- reckless disregard for safety of self or okay. others. Okay, yeah. So it's like, all right, so a sometimes maybe. Guilty, you don't feel guilty. Okay, so maybe a narcissist, like, let's just say something happened and they could feel sorry for someone, but it wouldn't feel sorry for the sense of, like, I feel sorry for that person. It could be like, oh, that's, don't know what it's like that's a shoes. reflection. That's a reflect, like, I could die. And I don't want that to happen, so I'm so sorry. But or there, I could get caught. So oh, it's fuck. like it, <laughs> usually, like so usually, like their remorse is like it. It's internalized with themselves yeah. if they are at all remorseful, and it's usually probably not authentic. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? And these are real people walking around the earth. Yeah, bro, it's scary. So there's bro, a lot of please have sympathy for people. People, yeah, like if your friends are dealing with somebody like narcissistic or abusive, like be just be there for them, you know, like you don't fucking know. Like Support. that shit is yeah. like it'll suck up your fucking life. Don't it'll judge. Yeah. like you may think <laughs> yeah, you'll think like, "Oh, I would never fall for this." And little do you know, you might just fucking fall for this so stop judging people stop thinking it's so easy like just believe women yeah if they're an abusive shit they come out and be like i was abused believe women yeah and just uh yeah i don't know i know i love that that's a great note believe believe your friends believe women seek seek guidance seek guidance from people who look like you who have the same beliefs as you who come from the same areas as you and if you want to follow us on any social medias you can follow us on uh, instagram or twitter at simpin after dark you can also email us any questions concerns any thoughts you have if you have any questions for stephanie please feel free to reach out through us you can email us at simpin after dark at gmail.com stephanie where where can the people of simpin after dark reach you if they uh, want to contact you you can find me on instagram at stephanie underscore venezuela like the country um or uh yeah no just that one yeah there's that one <laughs> i only want you to <laughs> you can follow me at ash underscore friday underscore and also make sure to follow at simpin after dark's playlist on spotify it's simpin after dark and if you want to follow me on instagram i'm victoria d wells and we want to give a special shout out to the wild seven studios and the wild seven podcast that is all has stephanie on an yes. episode and uh shout out to april mendoza who just they just, just dropped, dropped news flash. Yes. Second episode of Mr. Red's Gruesome Tales, which you could also follow on Instagram. I'm it sick. is an anthology. Anthology. <laughs> I'm sick. I'm sick with all the talent I'm surrounded by. I, I love things. So if you're Steph, a fan you. of like Black Mirror, Twilight Zone, go follow them. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, stay so tuned good. with us. Uh, Steph will be probably a recurring guest on our shit. So. She's the only one we go to answers for. <laughs> Thank you for being on. Thank you for being Thank so. You for informative it's so nice to be back it's always so fun and informative and hopefully helpful to any listeners you know so you guys reach out to us let us know what you think we would love to hear your comments your concerns any questions you guys have and as always until next time bye bye